following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Hey, beautiful people. If you love what you're hearing or if you have any questions, follow me on Instagram at Blue Hazel, B-L-U-H-A-Z-L. Let me know what's up. I cannot wait to hear from you. Welcome to Girl, We Got This with Blue Hazel co-founder Letitia Lee. Join Letitia as she interviews real people, shares personal stories, and talks raw, honest advice about all things sisterhood. Because after all, life is easier with a sister. Here's your host, my sister, Letitia Lee. Hey, beauty. Once you find your passion, let it fuel you through this entire life. Let it just go. If you can't stop thinking about it, do it. We all can see your light shining, but honestly, it's up to you to find that first. Take the risk, take the jump, and believe in yourself. Girl, you got this. Sis, this is like my sister. She is my motivation. She is literally the words I need to hear to finish my day sometimes. Danny Burrell is an incredible trainer. She's a founding trainer at Rumble Boxing and a talent manager. She's also a hell of a wife and an incredible mother. Her story is so powerful. I got to tell you guys about my obsession with Gold Peak Robrew Tea. It's so real. There's nothing like enjoying it, honestly. It's delicious. It's homebrewed, and it's just literally brings me back to being home. Raspberry, might I add. It's my favorite. Gold Peak Robrew Tea is available in a variety of sizes in 14 different flavors. Honestly, whether it's time for lunch, dinner, or just a quick snack, homebrewed taste of Gold Peak iced tea makes every meal more refreshing and so delicious. For the next holiday, Gold Peak Tea needs to be on your list. It's perfectly crafted with ingredients like pure filtered water, mountain-grown tea, and just the right balance of sweetness. It's the real brewed taste that always makes you feel right at home. It always brings me back. It's like Gold Peak Tea Nanny. Gold Peak Tea Nanny. It does that for me every time I drink it. With ice-cold Gold Peak Grill Brew Tea, the comforts of home are never, ever far away. You can find your favorite Gold Peak flavor at a retailer near you. Gold Peak Grill Brew Tea, the taste that always brings you home. The semi-annual sale at Mattress Firm ends Tuesday. It's your last chance to save up to $400 on our top-rated mattresses. Like a Beautyrest Greenwood Queen mattress, now just $499. Explore our selections at mattressfirm.com and visit your nearest store to experience the bed of your dreams today. But don't wait. This sale ends Tuesday. Your budget stretches further at Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. Valid at participating locations only. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com slash sale. It's Kelty Knight from the Lady Gang Podcast. If you're into getting a very sassy, sexual, beautiful, inspiring, funny, oftentimes embarrassing, slightly anal podcast in your repertoire, subscribe to us, Lady Gang, on Podcast One, the Podcast One app. And please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Now back to Girl We Got This with Letitia Lee. Hey, sis. I am with one woman that I know that I can always count on her to inspire me to continue my friggin' day. Her name is Danny (laughs) Burrell, and I'm not kidding you. She is one hell of a trainer at Rumble, and she's so much more. Dude, I'm so glad that you're here today. I am so excited to be here. Like, seriously, I've never been on a platform like this where I could, like, tell my story. So, very excited. Thank you for having me. (laughs) No, like, I've been waiting for this. Like, I met Danny through... A girlfriend I met on Instagram, actually, and she was like, come check out this Rumble class. And I was like, hell yeah, let's go. So I yeah. went and I was just like, yo, I need to hear Danny's voice <laughs> every day because I don't know what it is when you talk, when I'm like dying in class, it's like you keep me f-ing going. Yeah. Literally. You know what it is? It's like, I like to say what I want to hear. 
Yeah. You know, in those vulnerable moments yeah. when you're like, all right, I really want to stop. I really want to stop. Yeah. My mind, my body wants to stop. So I like to tell my class what I need to hear in those moments. So I I'm can't wait to get into it. Sometimes I'm on no. the mic and I'm like, God, Danny, quiet. <laughs> no, like, bro. <laughs> we need that because sometimes I'm like, my arms are dead. And then she's yeah. like, there's only one of you. It's only you in this ring. And I'm right. like, there's you, only one of you. Let's go. And that's how I really think in my head. Yeah. Like, And it keeps me going. I love that. So, I love hearing that. Ugh, thank you so much. And that's literally why I wanted you here today. Because I think it's so dope how there's so many incredible women using their voice now. Right. Um, we need. I'm not the only one that needs to hear your voice. Everybody yeah. needs to hear your voice. So thanks for freaking Aww, being here. Appreciate that. I'm so excited. Paul. So yeah. <laughs> and honestly, so I've never sat down with Danny. As no. much as I've been to her classes, I've never been able to sit down and talk with her. So this is going to be like a, a first date, a little guys. Tall, a little yeah, it's going to be a yes. first date. And I'm so glad everybody gets to listen to our first date. So, Danny, where are you from? First of all, like, what's your ethnicity? Because you're so stunning. And I and I was talking to my Cody yesterday because I brought Cody to her class. Um, and she was like, she's beautiful. Like, where's she from? I was like, I actually don't know where she's oh, from. super sweet. Uh, I'm from Oakland. Okay, awesome. California. Yes. My, uh, my dad's half white, half black. Mm-hmm. My mom's black. That's I actually awesome. just did 23 and Me, and I'm actually okay. really excited because <laughs> I don't know. I'm like a little mutt. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. yeah. 23 and Me is a low-key scary, though, because I won't do I'm it. I'm nervous. Yeah. Because my whole life, like, I've always, you know, you've always been asked where you're from, especially if you live in California, because mm-hmm. it's such a melting pot. Yes. There's so many different biracial ethnicities mm-hmm. like you know people are just mixed, mixed. up yeah so i always used to get nervous to answer that question when people would ask because i'm just like i don't know i'm yeah. like black and white like <laughs> yeah. that's it but i'm excited to see like yeah. the real you know percentages Ooh, of what i'm excited yeah. for you oh thank you because it, it gives me anxiety because i'm like yo am i gonna like not <laughs> be everything random? that i've been yeah, yeah you know yeah. what i mean it scares me yeah but i'm excited that you're doing it yeah no i'm pumped to see that so uh yeah i'm from oakland i lived there until i was 20 mm-hmm. then i moved to new york city oh wow um, and I stayed there for nine years, and now I'm back Yo, in the West Coast. Let me tell everybody <laughs> listening to this. If you can do New York, and they say it's like an old saying where it's like, if you can make it there, Literally. you can make it everywhere. Girl. Yo, but that shit is so facts. Ooh. Isn't it? I, it's just like... I didn't know you lived there. Yeah, no, I was there for a long time. I learned, I grew up in New York City. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, I became a woman in New York City. Those are your years. Yeah. Womanhood. I will, I hold New York City to such a standard Mm -hmm. and it has such a special place. I just got the chills because I feel that. I grew up there. But now I'm happy. Like, I feel like LA is. It's still a mix of, I get that West Coast vibe, but I still get to hustle and bustle a little right. bit, but with good weather. Right. And like, I could kick my feet up just a little mm-hmm. bit, but New York, I hustled. Yeah. New York, yeah. But it's, I mean, New York is special. That is, you know. New York is like a place where you have to hustle. You have to grind. It like yeah. makes you, it's like the biggest challenger of life. New York City. Yeah. It really is the concrete jungle. I feel like everyone should live in New York City. Yo. Like for like I agree with you. Literally. Like I agree with you. Yeah. You will your Yo. true self will be shown. I tried know? it for six months. And <laughs> I was did? like, yeah. I was like That's good. That's Yo. Still enough. But know? after college, you know, like you broke and then New York's expensive. Bro. I was broke after college and yes. I was like six months in and it was about to snow. I was like, Mom, I'm out, bro. I'm not doing this. Yeah, no, it's hard. I couldn't it's do hard. it. Six months is good. Yeah. Some people do <laughs> a couple weeks and they're like, No, I'm good. Yeah. Especially like low Yo, I can't. I don't know how you. I don't, I don't know. How do. I always have like the utmost admiration for anybody that lived in yeah. New York for like a year plus. Yeah, you know what I? You know what got me though? I so after I was like that kid in college that would stay in their counselor's office. Mm-hmm. I had so much passion, but I had no idea what I wanted to do. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I was like always finding, trying to find something mm-hmm. that I connected with, and I found a lot of connections. Like 
for a minute, I thought I wanted to act. Yeah. Then I thought I wanted to get into uh, kinesiology, which mm-hmm. kind of, you know, I'm still, I'm a trainer now. So I, obviously that is a yeah. passion that I ended right. up fulfilling. But um, I didn't know, I wanted, I like psychology. Ooh. I love psychology. You'd be a good ass so, therapist. Uh, thank you. You're like, you are my therapist actually, <laughs> every Friday. <laughs> we are literally like un, un, yeah. uncertified therapists and, as a trainer. But um, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And I have a martial arts background. And Ooh. while I was in the midst of like, college and and working my martial arts teacher like came into my job one day and he was like so random which is just how the universe works but he came in and this was when I was like really on the brink of like I really don't know what I want you yes. know and he goes Danny I think you should move to New York and I was like what Mr. What? Fromm like no yeah like, like, how old are you uh 19 wow yeah 19 years old and he was like Danny, I just feel like, you know, you've got all this passion, you've got, you're smart, you're this, you're that. I think you should take yourself out of your comfort zone, like go and explore New York City, like continue to fulfill your passions in this, you know, in this city. And I don't know, it was so random because it's like, he's not from New York, he's lived in New York. And I thought about it and I did it. And I like literally, it just, there was some other stuff going on in my life, like, with, uh, like I said, with school, with trying yeah. to figure out what I wanted to do. And I was like, you know what? The time is now. I moved uh, December 1st. Wow. In the, like, in the, the winter. winter part. <laughs> and it was a struggle. Like the first year was a lot. Mm-hmm. But I was like, no, I'm doing it. Yeah. Like I've always been like strong hearted, like yes. super passionate about fulfilling a, a goal. And I was like, you know what? I'm not, I'm not, I'm going to fulfill this. Gonna I'm going to get this. through it. Yeah. Wow. So your yeah. teacher inspired you to make that move. Yeah. How so, dope is that? Yeah. I know. I really listened to him. It was a lot of like epiphanies that I was having at mm-hmm. that time, but he definitely was like, do it. Yeah. Like, right, cool. Well, I'm going to do it then. Yo, but like, <laughs> that's, I feel like that's a thing too. I think when we're young, we have like this fearlessness, like, yeah, yeah I'm going to move to New York in December 1st in the winter when it's freezing. And right. I'm, a, I'm an Oakland native. Like I've never had I, snow like that in my I life. I had like no fear. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. Now I wouldn't do it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, like my, my 19 year old self would be like, Danny, damn. Like yes. think about it. Like I literally. Isn't that wild? Yeah. My poor parents. I, oh. I moved so quick. I moved so quick. <laughs> but that's so incredible because it shaped yeah. you to be it who did. you are today. Yeah, exactly. I got to ask you a personal question because yeah. I always ask this for the woman that lived in New York. I always say, how many times did you cry? Because when I moved to New York, oh my God, dude, I cried so much. I remember one day I was walking to a casting and I got rained on. I had like no umbrella, no, and I just literally was walking and crying, literally the entire time. In that moment, oh, every winter I cried, and every time I had to move, I cried, (sighs) and I moved about five times. Yeah, in New York, and every time I cried, yeah, it's hard. It's hard, very hard. But again, you learn a lot. You fall, you get back yes. up. And there's a lot of connections and a lot of people in the same boat. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that I met that I connected with that weren't from New York. Right. And we just all had this like common denominator, like we're surviving. Yeah, here, like you know? we got this. Yeah, we got this. Yeah, exactly. We're going to so, do this. That's yeah. crazy. I yeah. think, and I think that like that sisterhood or that brotherhood, whatever you created, is literally what like keeps people there because oh, you meet the most incredible humans in New York City. No, yeah. Like I, I've, I've built great relationships yeah now in new york is this where you started boxing because i want to talk about this journey guys like if you don't already if you live in la you need to go to rumble and take danny's class (laughs) and i'm not saying this because she's right here i'm saying this because like you push me with your words and i don't even think you know that like i literally my sister just started i'm teaching yoga and i was like yo you need to start using your words more in class yeah i was like you need to come and listen to danny 
Oh, that it's true. makes me so happy. But because, it's powerful. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So um, go to her class. It's a rumble. <laughs> I'll tell you a little bit about rumble and then I'll kind of go into my journey. But yes. rumble for me, um, they got one of the owners is Eugene Rim. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of owners. There's Noah Neiman and Andy Stenzler and Anthony DeMarco. And then there's Eugene. And Eugene, he also owns Catch. Mm-hmm. And he, I was shy when I got the job. Mm-hmm. I'm still shy. Yeah. Like, it's, just, it's in my nature. <laughs> yeah. I'm totally shy. But I had this boxing background. I had a teaching background. And in my teaching background, I taught dance. I taught full body strength oh, wow. conditioning. I taught at CKO. But I was, I hid behind cueing. Mm. Right? I knew how to cue. I knew, I knew form. I knew how to get the class going. I knew how to execute from A to B. Right. But I don't know if I was connecting. So right. when I when I got the job at Rumble, he was on me that year. He was like, Danny, your class fundamentally sound. Great job. But where's your why? Like uh-huh. when Susie from, you know, who's 20 years old, who's trying to get past this mental illness or this mental break, or if someone's coming in, really, they need that encouragement to lose that 20 pounds. Or like you have a mom that just had a baby Ooh. and she really needs to, to hear something real. He's like, you need to make sure they use your platform and speak to these people. Like yeah. make, have an experience, give them a why, make them want to come back to you. Like what makes you special? What mm-hmm. What's your message? And I literally, like those first couple months of being on that stage, I was so nervous yeah. because I was like, okay, I have to be myself. I have right. to be vulnerable so that I can connect. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot of like layers, you know. So and many I think layers. after that first year was when it started to click yeah. that I want to connect. I want people to feel something when they come to this class. And I think that's why Rumble is so successful is because every teacher has a different story and message and we're taught in onboarding yes. to connect, yes. to give an experience, to have fun and make the class super lit, right? Mm-hmm. We got music lights. But it's also, so fun. Like, make people feel yeah. something. That's why I keep going. Yeah. Think. Yeah. And that's why I come to your class because it's true. Like, you know, you give me a why. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, I love to box, period, because like I like to fight and I don't like to fight, fight, but like I like to get my aggression out. Like, that's right. what I like to do. I like to punch, I like to hit something. Hopefully yeah. it's a bag. Yeah. I mean, most of the time it's a bag, <laughs> but it's always a bag, actually. Right. But um, at the end of the day, like, wink, you, wink. yeah, <laughs> at the end of the day, though, like, it's your voice that keeps me going. Yeah. So, I'm, that's so dope that Rumble, like, you know, really pushes that because it yeah. sees through your work. Exactly. And it's not just like they want people to come back and they want people to, uh, like I said, just feel something and feel like they can get past yeah. these roadblocks and fatigue and, and mental stoppage. Mm-hmm. Right? You want to be present in the mm-hmm. class and, and really have an experience. Yeah. So that's what, you know, I try to do that every yeah. class is just connect. Like, who can I connect with? Who can I That's inspire? so cool. Like, I'm thinking about mental blockage because, like, people always think, like, athletes are just athletic, but it's so much more than that like 100%. isn't it so much more the game is so much more mental yeah than anything it's all mental isn't it really like training is so mental yeah it's like i'll i'll go into my story a little bit so yeah. i did martial arts uh from what like eight till well my first i started when i was five but oh, i quit wow. <laughs> I, I quit i was like i was like in and out who got and you into I, it dad or mom my dad oh that's awesome yeah i was i got really discouraged like it was I was like the only girl in class I couldn't Mm -hmm. do the splits I left crying one day (laughs) it was horrible but I got back into it when I was 12 and I did it off and on until I was 19 when I left to New York and um martial arts like literally the studio was in the heart of Oakland like Mm. our teacher was 
so um, inspiring. And it wasn't just about the technique or the form or getting your belt. It was like survival, Mm. you know, like building character. Yeah. And these core values that he taught us was, I'll remember that forever, like courtesy, integrity, perseverance, Mm -hmm. self-control, indomitable spirit. Like I carry those values throughout everything. And, um, I'll always remember like the coaching and the, and the, and the hard days and the tears, like, and you know, when, when you get your test, for instance, like you have to do your black belt test, you get faced with a lot. Like right. he's mentally pushing you right. and telling you, nope, do it again. Nope, do it again. Like you think you cannot actually physically do it, finish something yeah. after he's told you like 20 times, like, no, do it again. Or push ups after you've done like sparring for like five minutes straight, you know? So getting past those things Mm -hmm. have, um, you know, really shaped how I was and and it gave me enough ammo to go to New York and, and really push past some of these like times where I thought I wasn't going to be able to do it. So I started boxing. Mm. Um, can I ask one more question though before we get into boxing? So when you're in this martial arts class, are you one of the very few girls there? Is it like there was a How's lot that? of women. Ooh, a lot of women. A lot I like of grown that. women too. Really, that were in there going in. Like, really, it was a real family dynamic. We all supported each other. Yeah, women, kids, they women's kids. I like, love that. From five, you know, four or five years old, all the way up to sixty. Wow. Like I was sparring my godmom. That my is godmom sick. was badass. Like she used to give it to me. Like I was yeah, like, that's 14, the 15, best. I could do something. Yeah, and then she would come around and like kick my ass wow you know? like it was it was intense do you think like with that experience as a young woman like everybody should probably take martial arts because i always said like i wish i took martial arts because i'll never forget my dad tried to teach me how to box and i started crying because i didn't want to yeah. fight when i was young i was like dad i don't want to fight yeah but it wasn't about fighting right it's about like protecting yourself as a woman and all that other yeah. good stuff so how do you feel about that i feel strongly about it yeah like my three-year-old, I'm definitely putting him in some type yeah. of martial arts. Um, I, I would recommend it to any young girl. Mm-hmm. Like, I've mentored girls along the way, and I always say, like, you should do... I nannied when I first moved to New yeah. York. The girl was, like, 11. I was like, you need to get into karate. Yeah. Like, it just teaches you so much. And women, we're vulnerable as young girls, you yeah, know, with totally. confidence and, and being intimidated by other guys and other girls even, or athletes in school and mm-hmm. class, like... You know, I was that girl that when I got called on, my heart would stop, you know, like you get nervous and you get nervous to to be yourself. But karate gave me confidence and it gave me character and it gave me a lot of like, no, I got this. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm going to no, I could fight. past this. Like, you know, it makes you feel badass. Yeah. Yo, he set those values in you. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like when you play any type of sport, but martial arts specifically, it's like a different type of like power yeah. in your body. Yeah, because it's discipline. Yes. And sometimes, school, I love school, but sometimes you need someone outside of your parents mm-hmm. to really get into you, right? Yes. And to really resonate some powerful words. Mm-hmm. And you need a strong mentor, but I feel like karate, because it's physical, you take on the words and then you also get to physically express yourself and, and physically like, all right, he tells me I need to do this and I could physically do it mentally telling myself, all right, I can get down there and do those 20 push-ups. That's wild. I can see you being a karate badass too. (laughs) I can see you. I can see it. That's crazy, man. Oh, I loved it. Wow. Um, So from karate, you transitioned to boxing. Yeah. Yeah. So in karate, so this is the thing with boxing, like karate, I was, I, although I was training a lot, like I I learned a lot, I was pretty good. I was still very nervous to compete. And because I was so engulfed in the karate culture and with that particular studio, I was always like 
down on myself because I was too scared to compete. Mm. So uh, my brown belt test, I uh, was sparring a black belt, and I don't know what got into me, but all of a sudden something clicked. Mm. I don't know if I was upset or if I was just like in the moment, but I was just using my hands. Yeah, and I actually got in a little bit of trouble, but like I was just using my hands. I was like literally boxing her. Wow, naturally, like I didn't pick up one foot for a wow. kick. And, um, yeah, so when I moved to New York, I was like, you know what? I'm going to put martial arts to the, <laughs> to the to side. The side yeah. And let me just see what this boxing yeah. is all about. Because that one sparring match yeah. at my karate school was like such a, my dad was like, Danny, you got hands. Like, you probably <laughs> yeah. should try, you know. Wow. So I, um, yeah, so I looked it up some gyms or whatever, and I, and I started training at Gleason's. I got to ask a question. Did you win that fight? It was just sparring. Okay, yes, okay. I think I that's all I want to know. The, I, did, I did get that uh, get the girl. Uh, um, but yeah, so I started boxing and I took on, I loved it. I yeah. fell in love and I didn't have the money for it. Like mm-hmm. I had a great coach that was mm-hmm. like, look, like pay me what you can per yeah. week. You can come in here every day. And I was like, that's awesome. Sure? That's a blessing. That's what man. I love about New York. Like, yeah. People get it, you know? So he let me train. And um, literally within six months, I started sparring. I literally fell in love with boxing. Mm. And um, I had a knack for it. I, I took it on pretty naturally. And um, sparring was very hard for me because, again, like I was nervous to put myself out there. Right. And um, Can you tell the ladies listening and the men yeah. like that don't know what sparring is, what is sparring in boxing? Like con- like when you're actually f- physically fighting somebody else. Yeah, but right. it's like it's not an actual fight. Um, it's not like an amateur fight like right. where someone's judging you whether right. you win or lose. It's like practice. So right. I have on headgear and, and a mouthpiece. But you could get knocked in the head real yeah, quick, right? Yeah, you could get hurt. Yeah. I've been hurt in sparring. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just want people yeah. to know that because sparring is like for real. Oh, it's yeah, not yeah, for real, yeah. for real, but it's like... You're, you're yeah, fighting. you're making contact. Yeah, and people do get hurt. You know, yeah. it is it, it is a vulnerable. It's very. It could be nerve wracking. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I think a year into it is when I had my first fight, and um, so you fought like a, a proper fight. Yes, I ended up oh, doing. Shit, a- I didn't know this. Yeah, yeah, this I is did cool. Fight. And literally, I fought to kind of put to rest the fears that I had in karate. Yeah, and to put myself out there. So you were closing a chapter exactly and starting anew. Exactly. Ooh, like that cool. fight meant so much. Yeah. I had no intention of being a uh, Golden Gloves yeah. champion. I had no intention of going pro. I was like, you know what? I pursued something that I'm passionate about, just like karate. I pursued something. I'm going to put myself out there mm-hmm. and um, go in the ring. Yeah. And I'm going to face my fears. It Ooh. literally was a fear-facing yeah. thing for me because it meant everything. It yeah. meant how I did in school, what my career was going to be, like how I deal with friends yeah. and challenges. Like that fight meant so much. Yeah. And I won. So Woo! <laughs> I wish I was there. It was literally the best, one of my best days of my oh life. Oh my God. Like I have like five best days and that was one, one of them. them. Yeah. Wow. You probably never day. forget that. Never. Yeah. Whoa. And at the time I had my husband who's who now my, who's now my husband yeah. working in my corner. It was oh. perfect. It literally cool was perfect. Because yeah. so your husband's a boxer as well. Yeah, that's so I met cool. Him at Gleason's. Yeah, that's so dope. So he's yeah. in your corner. You find this chick. You win. Yeah, you it conquered my- your goal. Yes, and I think from there it was like a spiral effect. Wow. In my career, like I, I found something that I loved. I found something that connected with me. Mm-hmm. 
um, like I said, boxing and martial arts meant, means so much more than just what it actually yeah. is. Like it just it just helps me with everything, like right. confidence, all that. stuff. It guides you through life, exactly. Like I always say, like if I wasn't an athlete growing up, I wouldn't have all these morals and values. I wouldn't be disciplined. I wouldn't right. be this ambitious go getter. Right. I wouldn't right. know how to stand up after I lose. I lose yeah. all the damn time when we played sport. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, yeah. But in life, we lose, bro. Like, we don't always win. Exactly. And I think that is what set the playing field for you. Like, yo. Yeah, this for is sure. It. Yeah. It was like, I had so much confidence because I could check it off. Yeah. And, 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 and live to tell the story. And even if I lost, because it was a hard fight. Like, mm-hmm. it was not easy. But I could still live to tell the story. Right. Like, I did this, you yeah. know? So um, I started getting into into personal training. I got yeah. certified. And I instantly was like, yeah, I box. Yeah. Like, this is what I want to teach yeah. people. And they were like, all right, cool. Like, this is who I am. Totally fine, yeah. How's, so that was, how's um, sorry to cut you off. Yeah. I want to ask you, how is the, um, the sisterhood in boxing world? How is it? Is it competitive? Is it cool? Is it like weird? Is it? Because I always wonder because in different sports, it's different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I found it very supportive, mm-hmm. intimidating mm-hmm. in the beginning for me. I was nervous yeah. to step into Gleason's and, and, and then let alone like train, but start to spar. Yeah. Because people watch. Gleason's is one of those places that one of the reasons why it will make you gain some character right. and like really like conquer some stuff is because people are watching yeah. you and you have to be okay with like mm-hmm. getting hit in front of 20 people right. and, and, and not being embarrassed. Um, but yeah, no, I was intimidated, but the women at Gleason's and in general, I find them to be very supportive. Yes. People watch, they're mm-hmm. always going to be watching you right. and, 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 and kind of like not sizing you up, but they're watching, but they're supportive. Right. Do you know that's what I mean? The best. Like you will have, like, as soon as you're done sparring, you'll hug yeah. and you'll talk about it. And yeah. You'll See, okay. That makes afterwards. me feel warm. Cause I was yeah. like, yo, I don't know if I could talk to somebody that just hit me in my mouth. No, it's like, it's kind of liberating. It's yeah. like, it's like you have some respect for that person afterward and you have a little bit like you have you're more connected because yeah. you, you're both putting yourself out, out there. there. And what I've noticed with boxing is that you're tired and you may think like, oh, my shoulders are hurting. Mm-hmm. My, oh, I don't know if I'm going to last this round. But literally that person, that girl is feeling the same way. Exactly. You know what I mean? So it's um, it's definitely competitive. Right. But in a good way and an yeah. inspiring way. That is so dope because I remember one time I was sparring in Atlanta and this chick came in my mouth and I literally you got said, a boxing background Bro. You. I was like yo what the f-? like why and I literally said that I said yo and I got stunned I never been punched in my mouth before yeah and I was like <laughs> and I looked at my coach and I said coach like what the f-? man yeah. he was like you're good you're good play through it but I was mad oh it'll make you, you know mad. Yeah. I got really mad yeah. but then after I was like I was cool with her yeah but in that instance I was like this motherfucker just hit me Girl, in my mouth. My first sparring session, oh. I don't think I was ready, but like, I thought it was just going to be, literally my first time sparring, yeah. I thought it was just going to be like little tech sparring. Like, like taps. Oh, coach. Yeah, little taps here and there. This girl, especially because her coach was like, oh, it's going to be light, mm-hmm. whatever. She went in on me. Really? And I left crying. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, but then that made me like, no, nah, I'm coming yeah. back. Like, no, nah, she ain't going to yeah. be with that. But that's that, that's that mentality that, that it creates. It creates yeah. this like, I want more. Like, what's next? Exactly. It fuels you to keep going. It does. It you know? It's a big fuel and it's a big ego yes. downer. Yo, right? you can't have an ego. Exactly. That shit doesn't exist, especially when you get punched in the mouth. I was just like, bro, yeah. on one. I yeah, was so I hot. Imagine. It will definitely yeah. test you, like for sure. But like, it's it's just like in life, right? Because like in life, we're always tested. Yeah. In the ring, I'm sure you're always, you were always tested, but it's like, yeah. how do you come out of that? 
challenge or that battle or that fight. Yeah, exactly. Which is why sport is so incredible. Yeah. Now I'm like learning now why you're so damn powerful when you're in class. I'm like, this all makes sense. Yeah, I think I think having that experience. Yeah. It. Um, like I said, like I could be I could be my number one worst mm-hmm. critic. Mm-hmm. But having that boxing experience and knowing that I put myself through some really uncomfortable moments and right. getting past them, like everybody's going through that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Everybody is is going through stepping out of their comfort yes. zone and like going for that job, trying to be an entrepreneur, like trying to lose this weight. Mm-hmm. Like th- everyone has like a similar struggle. Yeah. And so I know my I know what I've been through and I know my struggle. Right. And so like I said when I teach class, I really try to 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 say what I need to hear. Mm-hmm. You know what I've needed to hear right. in the past. Like so it's like you're talking to your younger self. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Ooh, that's going to lead to the end of the podcast because I always ask that question. So yeah. hold that thought. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> hold that thought. So I also, you know, so you're a boxer, right? And then you have the most beautiful son. Like, Aww, thank guys, if you watch her Insta stories, your son is so beautiful. Aww, He's so sweet you. and his eyes are so pretty. His eyelashes are so like, whoa, high. I know that's so funny that everyone notices his eyes. Yes, because it attracts. He pulls you yeah. in. I'm like, he's so precious. Oh, thank you. He's so precious. So I know your son kind of sparked this whole new Danny as well. Can you oh, can absolutely. we talk about motherhood and how yeah. that affected you in your life? Um. So, uh, Max came around three months before my wedding. Wow. <laughs> yes, it was definitely like a surprise. Yeah. Um, but you were you what? in New York still or back in LA? In New York. Okay. I was wow. terrified. Literally. And you were I, still training and everything? Yeah. 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 I was still boxing. I was still doing personal training at the time and I was teaching at the mm-hmm. time. Um, but I was ready. Like yeah. I, I think I got, I was fearful because I was going to be having a child in a new state. Yes. You know, like I was like, New York City is already hustle, let alone bringing a child into the world. Yeah. But, um, you know, I was ready. I was, I was super excited. And um, with Max, me and my husband like grew a lot closer because mm-hmm. we were just like so connected in how we wanted to raise our kid, like right. what kind of birth we wanted to have. Yes. He was so hands on. Like we really had a good pregnancy. Oh, that's amazing. Um, I had Max naturally, oh. which was another like my top five yes. best moments ever, and um, that was like a fight for me. Yo, that blows my mind. It literally. My best friend's pregnant right now, and she's planning for a natural birth too. I love that. Yo, why are I we the most that. powerful human beings literally, on planet Earth? Like a, f- a fight. Yeah, like, I'm like that. Nobody can f- with us. Yeah, yeah. Like had nothing. You had a whole natural birth. Yeah. Wow. Um, I respect any kind of birth. Like that yeah. experience is like unimaginable. You can't even describe it. Wow. But um, that was a goal that I had. I was mm-hmm. like, I want to really try and do this naturally. So wow. we, I did that, and um. Thank you. <laughs> I'm applauding because that's incredible. I think about having babies and I'm like, oh, God, I don't know if I could. Right. But I know I can. No, you totally yeah. can. Yeah. We're so strong. Yeah. We're so strong. Like It's crazy what your yeah. body can do. And again, I feel like it's like a mental thing, right? 100% mental. How did you get through it? I mean, Cody, I'm going to make Cody listen to this because she's planning for yeah. one of those. And Do you know what I made me get through it was... Um, I kept thinking that I was in so much pain, Mm. but I was so present. Mm. I was so present. Like sometimes I would think about like, um, oh, maybe like if I, if they did ask me if I wanted to go to the hospital or get an epidural, I was like, no, like I was like, I I didn't even, I almost didn't even have time to think about those things. I was really thinking about 
max and and the position that I was in yes. and just trying to find comfort yeah. where I was. There was even a moment where my nurse got locked out and I had no idea because I was just like and in I heard the zone the around me a little bit. Yeah. But I was very zoned out. Like I didn't really have time to think about other things because of the pain that I yeah. was in. It was a it was a it was a lot of pain, but it was like powerful pain. Yeah. It was like I really don't have time yeah. to think about nothing i'm just birthing my son exactly it was just wow. max what a boss dude that's so crazy <laughs> it's so cool like you know there's two things that always stop me pregnant woman and redheads i don't know what it is like i love a redhead it's true like i redheads always are so striking to me men or that's women hilarious. i just can't stop looking in a pregnant woman their belly like i just think about how powerful that is yeah so it's max is now in the world yeah life-changing very life changing. Yeah, I am. Um, he's inspired me so much, and my career, and and my myself, and my growth. Like yeah. he literally, they say that your child is like a like a reflection of you, mm. and he's hilarious, and he has his little personality, and he's just like a little king, you know. Yeah. Um, but you know, after I had Max, I for sure thought I was going to be like a stay-at-home mom mm. because I was like, there's no way I'm not having anyone babysit see. my child. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was like, nope, no one's no one's going to take him away. Like, no, I'm, That's how I, I, I feel. do this by myself. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I was yeah. like, nope, Dean, I got this. Like, mm-hmm. after like three months, I was like, no, I still need to be out there. Yeah. And I knew that Max would appreciate it when he got older mm-hmm. that... I still pursued by dreams yes. because, you know, like as much as you want to be a stay-at-home mom, sometimes you still feel like there might be some some more that you need to, right. you know, some more life that you yes. need to have. And whether it's even like going to take a class or like going to the gym, like even those small moments yeah. for me are like an adult conversation meant a lot. And um, you still have a purpose. Yeah, exactly. And I still feel like I needed to f- fulfill that purpose. Yeah. Like motherhood was a, a purpose for mm-hmm. me but then I have all these other purposes as well like it didn't I, it started to connect with me that I didn't have to just do one thing right I didn't have to be boxed into like wife mom I could totally be wife mom and like yes you know entrepreneur or trainer so I started um I applied at Soul Cycle, and I, I ended up going with them for a little while as a recruit trainer like I was yeah. auditioning for them and then Rumble came around when I was like nine months post wow and so I was auditioning with them like yo nine months <laughs> yeah what I was thinking wow yeah so that was like a huge accomplishment for me because like I've trained with him for four months Mm. and didn't know if I was gonna get it like that's how hard it was to get that job they're very like selective and they and they as much of a background that I had they really like they I was gonna be one of their founding trainers so it was it was an extensive audition process so while having a baby at home yep a newborn yes Yeah. I salute you. Oh, thank you. That's crazy, man. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, Max, like, little does he know that I was doing all of that. Right. And I just want him to be inspired by mm-hmm. that. And he same will. for his dad, you know? Like, we, like I said, we hustled in New York City. Yes. And he's made a name for himself as a, as a professional boxer mm-hmm. with, a ch- with a newborn and, mm-hmm. and also a boxing trainer and coach. Like, we really grinded yes. you know so a family of fighters i yeah, can't wait yeah, to see little, little max fighting he literally, it was crazy oh God, so nervous for him to fight wow. i think about like because he loved the gym yeah like at gleason's and stuff but when he started going to school i was like we kind of have to like 
you know, stop taking him <laughs> yeah. so much because literally if we walk to the school after he hits a kid or something <laughs> and we walk in, they're going to be like, oh, duh. Like, it makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. So, um, oh yeah, no, God. he's going to be a little fighter. I can wow. tell. I can already tell. That is so cool. Yeah. So Max is here now. Yeah. You're, you're a founding trainer at Rumble. Yeah. You moved back to LA. Yeah. That's amazing. So now yeah. you got your family here. Yes. To help. Exactly. Do you feel like... Like a like a burden is kind of off your shoulders now. Like you're I home. do, I do. I love it here. Yeah. Like I I can't. People will ask like, oh, don't you miss New York? Like, and I do. I'll, I like I said, I always hold New York yeah. like as a special place in my heart. Um, I just learned so much there, but this is like a new chapter, mm-hmm. and LA is like. I'm still on the grind. Like, I'm also a talent manager, so I manage the the trainers at um, the West Hollywood location. Okay, awesome. Um, so it's still a lot of work, but. I'm home. You yes. know what I mean? Like, I don't feel like the subway is a lot. Dude, <laughs> and like, the I weather hate is a the lot. subway. So I just, I needed, I needed that, that comfort yeah. back. Mm-hmm. I, I like feel like I sacrificed enough yeah. of the weather and the hustle and bustle to like come here and like, I had to sell it to my husband though, because he all, he has an identical twin. Oh wow! And him and his identical twin moved from London, so New York was like our middle ground. Oh, so that was like a yeah. like a little hurdle, like getting him to, so to come with the me. West. Yeah, but he likes it. Yeah, so, that's good. Yeah, that's now we're on awesome. This side. Yeah. So, how is it being a mom and a yeah. friggin' superstar trainer? How do you balance that life? Honestly, like when I first started Rumble, it was hard. Yeah, it was really hard. It's like I almost had this mentality like something has to give. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like I can't do yeah. it all. Because like, how do you was, do it all? Yeah, it was. Li- it's literally like so hard. <laughs> yeah, I like I don't get it. Like I don't even have a dog. In some yeah, days, I'm yeah. like all over the f-ing place, and I yeah. and I think of my friends with kids, and I'm like, yo, if yeah. they can do it, I can do this. Sh-. Yeah, and there I are don't... some days that would literally go by, and I'm like, how did that even happen? Yeah. Um, I persuaded my mom to move with us after Ooh, Max was like a year old. That's my goal. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. And I think like for me, I've always been super independent. And after being a mom, I'm like, I need help. Yeah. And and I felt at first I was like, you know what? Let me not ask her. Like, let me let was her. Was it weird asking for help? A hundred percent. And then I just started asking that. her all the time. Yeah. Like, mom, can you come <laughs> visit, please? My mom helped me get that job at Rumble. Wow. Like, if it wasn't for her. Shout out to your mom. Yeah, no, she's the real MVP. Yeah. Like, literally, I owe her everything. Wow. Um, Moms are the best, bro. Literally. Moms like, is like, they're like the, I can't even, just like, I can't. Yeah. Sometimes when I think of mothers, I just, like, I'm speechless because I'm just like, yo, thank God for you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know where I would be without our moms. Yeah, man. She dropped everything to to live with us. And um, yeah, so I I had her. I needed help. And I I was very honest about it. And it took her a while to, like, she was definitely visiting a lot, but it took her a while to, like, Mm -hmm. take the plunge. Yeah. And so having her with me was what helped a lot. But I still wanted to be very Mm hands-on with Max. So, uh, you know, like I said, the first year was definitely a struggle. Mm -hmm. And I felt like I was doing very well at rumble i was doing very well with max marriage mm-hmm. got yeah you got funky. a husband yeah. yeah yeah and dean bless his heart he was so patient yeah. but i literally would come home so stressed and i would always tell him like look like i'm just tired like i stopped cooking <laughs> yeah like, i was like letting tired. my house go like yeah. it, you know like there's it's something that easy. i had to give like but then um i think the idea of la gave me a little bit of hope because I was like, all right, when I come here, I'm going to really work on, number one, my mental health, mm-hmm. number two, self-care. Yes. 
And number three, balance, because I want my marriage to work and I want Dean to feel appreciated mm-hmm. and I want to have max time and I want to balance Rumble because I think my first year at Rumble, I was just like Rumble, Rumble, Rumble. Yes. And I love Rumble. Yes. But I needed to I need to figure yeah. out balance. So this move meant a lot for me. Right. And um, I feel like I finally have like it's never going to be the perfect day. There's right? no such thing as perfect. Yeah. Period. Ne- yeah. But. I think coming here and just having a little bit more quality of life yeah. um, and self-care. Yes. Like me, I, I'm getting my nails done every two weeks now. I never used to do that. It <laughs> yeah. literally makes me so happy. It's the little things. It's the smallest things. Like it makes me so happy. I it like the color feel, too. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> and it makes me feel fulfilled. And yeah. I like, I have a routine in the morning and I have a planner and I write things out. And, and when I'm at home, the biggest thing that I'm trying to work on is when I'm at home, no work at home. Yeah. Like date night. Yes. Um, movie with my husband. Right. Like dinner, cooking. Right. And, and Max, like no phone, right? Like I still struggle with it mm-hmm. sometimes, but when I'm at home, 20 minutes with Max versus an hour of me on my phone. Yes. Like that 20 minutes, even if it's short amount of time, like if I'm just totally connected, like yeah. that means something to me. It and matters. That makes me feel. Yeah, exactly. Wow. So it takes, it's definitely like a learning process for me, but I think my balance is me including myself because at first it was like go 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 non-stop like yeah but it wasn't it wasn't really about me and it also like i said i i kind of wasn't as attentive to my marriage that first year and now i'm making it a huge Mm -hmm. priority because obviously i wouldn't be where i'm at without that without dean right i mean so um, Thank God I for feel, good partners. Yeah, no, right? he's super supportive. He's another reason why I have that job. Yeah. Like, they literally like helped me yeah. so that I could That's have That's the, the best. Yeah. I, I think of moms and I'm just like, how do y'all do it? Like, how do you train? Because like, you're, you're, you're not a mother, but you're like a figure to us in this boxing gym, right? Yeah. You're a mother to Max. You're a wife to Dean. Yeah. You're a daughter to, like we play so many roles as a woman. Yeah. As a woman and I always say, like, how do we do all of this? Like, we yeah. really do it all. Yeah, we do. You know what I mean? And, yeah. like, my sister, for instance, my older sister, she always makes an excuse for not being able to work out. Yeah. She's a single mom. She has two kids. And I always go, and, and I wish I could fly home to help her more. But I'm like, how do you do it? Right? Yeah, but yeah. I'm like, your ass needs to get in the gym on top of all this. You know what I mean? Literally. In the gym. Yeah, and yeah. Like, because it's, she needs to make time for herself. Right. And I think what you were just talking about with self-care, I think women and mothers, um, I talked to another guest and she was saying mother guilt is the worst guilt you could ever feel as a woman. Oh, it's awful. Right. And I've never been able to experience oh that. Oh my God, it's so bad. Do you see what I'm saying yeah. though? Yeah. Like, how do you manage that? Because I think yeah. a lot of mothers struggle with feeling this guilt, um, you know, by chasing their dreams of working as single yeah. moms, like being the mother and father, being the provider, being the protector. Yeah. Like how, how do you guys keep going with right. this guilt on your shoulders but like you just keep pushing yeah that guilt is that it's it's heartbreaking yeah do you know what i mean like to leave your child to go and pursue a dream mm-hmm. or like to work long days like there's literally been times where i've gone into work for more than maybe six hours mm-hmm. and i um when max was like really young mm-hmm. and i would just feel like oh I would yeah. feel like my heart would drop. You yeah. know what I mean? And my stomach would start to mm-hmm. turn as minutes would go by. And when I got home, I was completely invested in Max. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because of this guilt, I'm like trying to make right. that time. Right. Max is fine. Yes. He literally will not remember right. that six hour or like 12 hour day. Right. 
you know, he's going to grow up seeing me, mm-hmm. you know, in the morning or at some point, point of the day. Like, I think for, for me, what I'm learning is that I um, am now at the point in my life and in my career where I can manipulate my schedule. Yes. So I need to be able to wake Max up in the morning or put him to sleep. Yes. Right? Like, I can't really have a lot of days go by where I'm right. not, like, seeing him in the morning or yeah. night. Like, I want him to see my face. Um, and then scheduling. Yeah. Like scheduling like I'm not a scheduler like before I became putting a talent manager I was very like um go with the flow yeah that's me you know what I mean like with everything 100% I'm just, like, <laughs> yeah that's my like, life I'm super spontaneous like yeah. moving to New York when I was 20 like, yeah I'm gonna go fight I'm yes gonna do this. now everything is like so well thought out so I say no to a lot mm-hmm. I don't just say yes to everything like, I'm really selfish with my time now like as far as going out and stuff, I got go out when I want to. Right. I'm feeling it. Right. Mo- a lot of times I'll be like, no, I can't because yeah. I, I want to prioritize. So like for me, having a planner and setting aside time for um, Max, myself, um, my work, my workouts, mm. you can do it. Yeah. You know, you just have to be organized. Yes. And then be okay with missing a workout every now and then or like missing a um you know, missing a, a park day right. because you have a meeting. Like right. there, there has to be give and take. Right. But I know my boundaries. Yes. You know what I mean? Like I know like if work is asking me to do A, B, and C, I'm like, no, I can't today. Yeah. I'm home with Max. And you're okay with saying no. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm okay with it. At first, I think I didn't really say it as much because right. I was like nervous. It was a new thing for me. But now I'm like, no, I can't. Yeah. Like, I'm no, I can't actually hop on this phone call because I'm, I'm with Max. Yeah. Sorry. Like, you know, yeah. Like yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. And I'm finding a lot of success. Also, energy. Mm-hmm. I've changed my diet. Ooh. And I found like a, uh, a routine. And I have so much more energy. Yeah. Energy is everything in motherhood. Like, you just do not have the energy sometimes. Yeah. You're tired. Like, you isn't that like the thing? So like, tired. isn't that the thing? Like, you, the amount of sleep like right. you have just diminishes when you become a mother. That's yeah. like the saying or whatever, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's okay. So, what's your diet true. though? So, we can all get on it. I don't have a child. <laughs> I, need, I need it. I am obsessed with this uh, girl. Her name is Kenzie Burke. Uh-huh. Um, I post about her all the time. She came around in December or, Jan- December or January. Um, she reached out to me, which was funny because I was like, "What?" Yeah, <laughs> it was just not. It was super nice, but I was just Isn't like, that "I didn't so know." So dope, though. Yeah, like she literally reached out. She came to my class, and then she reached out to me. Mm-hmm. She's like, "Hey, I think you might be interested, or I heard you might be interested in some new, in some something that I'm doing with nutrition." And I was like, "Oh, okay, I guess yeah. so." Like, what's you know, what's the deal? Um, now she's like completely blown up. That's awesome. You know what I mean? Because it works. You yeah. know, but basically, it's food combining. And it's a plant-based diet that mm-hmm. involves uh, routine, right? So waking up every day and having lemon water first because after you've slept for so long, like the first thing that your body needs is something detoxifying yes. and to get your metal- t- metabolism going. So I really like that because at first I would literally wake up, bagel, coffee, mm-hmm. right? And that's like the normal kind yeah. of thing, especially living in New York. Especially grab in New York. whatever. And you the- just go. Exactly. But then you crash, hard <laughs> yeah so and i i wasn't eating that many vegetables like i really was like so even living in in la i was so used to the on-the-go diet mm-hmm. and then after the lemon water you have like a veggie um fruit smoothie which is great and then already by 10 you're like oh i feel like yeah light. um and then you have your starches by itself and then your proteins by itself that's kind of like the basis yeah but it's given me so much more and, energy and you can feel it 
Yes. See, because sometimes dude, with diets, I'm just like, Yo, I that shit don't work. It yeah. Does. It and I does. can't never stick to I a diet. Everything. Like, I keto. can't do it. No, I know. It's and so I need hard. to eat chocolate still. Like, I need some certain shit in my life. No, no matter I what. know. I just need it. Yeah. Literally. And I'm an emotional eater. So, like, yeah. if I had a bad day, I'm eating a brownie sundae because that shit makes me happy. No, like, that's just I'm what it is. Way. Like, so I it breaks PMS the diet. R- yeah. PMS, too. God, don't even get me going on that. But you can stick to this. It's a routine. You know why I can stick to it? Because I literally, so I'm like, big on myself mm-hmm. i need like my mind mm-hmm. right like we all do you know like i'm god i, I buy ashwagandha i'll get makaroo yes like, i will do whatever it takes for mental clarity can i just repeat what you just said because i think it's something that we all need to start saying like you literally just said i'm big on myself yeah like i'm literally i'm like selfish no <laughs> but think about that like i'm big on myself for so long i feel like everybody not even just women like we don't put ourselves first enough yeah yeah like for you to just be saying that and for me to be like yeah like i think that's there's so much progress in that and mental health and like and where we're going yeah yo i'm so proud that you're big on yourself (laughs) no real talk like honestly it matters you talk about balance and when people ask me yeah literally the shift happened kind of at the beginning of the year because i started putting myself first Mm -hmm. in a lot of different ways um, in my life and it's helped me with my marriage and with work and mm. being the best trainer and talent manager I could be and with relationships with my parents and my brother and, and Max and um, friends like just like m- putting myself first is has, has really f- like flooded into yes. every other situation in my wow. life because I feel like fulfilled and this diet like literally i've tried everything i've tried keto i've tried paleo i've tried intermittent fasting i never felt like that was for me it didn't right. really f- make me feel like it just made me feel like a rebel mm-hmm. like i always wanted to rebel against it yeah but with the food combining and with kenzie burke it make like she makes dieting sexy yes and and, and it's a lifestyle yeah. it's something that you can do forever so um i found like that really helped me and then marie kondo like just like that <laughs> yeah. little like that documentary yeah or whatever, in itself like, literally like sold like it's so clean, powerful cleaning your house yeah you know organizing your house like that yeah. makes me so happy like wow. when i just take you know and not getting overwhelmed when it's not dirty but taking an hour to make sure that when you leave your house like everything is like tidy right? girl i Plants. need that i need her in my house right now oh it's my favorite <gasps> like i like get so much clarity out of just organizing can i tell you though like <laughs> i wish i had Maybe that this in is me. like me getting older <laughs> no like, I don't know. you know i wish i had that in me it's only my closet like my i will closet, come to your house and help you Danny, i need you to but Literally. you're gonna be like really Letitia. it's the only thing that like yeah. i can't keep clean is my closet it's hard i, I walked in there today so and i was just like I got to clean this. I did it three days in a row. Oh, really? Yeah. But it's so crazy because when I am clean and everything's in line, I feel so much better. Right. Yeah. And easier and lighter and I'm moving faster and I'm on time to everything and I'm not rushing. It literally floods into everything. Yeah. So like lemon for me the lemon water in the morning the mm-hmm. making the bed the house yes. is clean max is food combining as well he'll eat his yeah. fruit like everywhere all sitting at the table like i love that yes I so. yeah uh, but i think that's growth that's evolving yeah. and yeah. like you're learning what works for you exactly and not everything has to be chaos yeah but in your organization in your in your day-to-day routine there is you have to be okay with things falling right, right out of place right and but the foundation is set yeah 100 you know? like so i think for me balance comes from self-care mm-hmm. cleanliness organization but also you know mentally knowing that things will not 
always be so easy right. and so organized, but the foundation is, right. is set. And I think even if shit does go wrong, like you know that it's okay, you'll get back up. Exactly. And keep doing whatever you got to do to get it right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's the biggest challenge like we all face, right? Is like those letdowns and those falls and like, hey, maybe a breakup or maybe something happens or maybe a loss, but it's like, how do we get back up after that? Right. You know what I mean? Right. Totally. Um, with your, I'm so like, like listening to this journey i'm like yo when are we going to dinner next this is crazy i didn't know all this drink wine (laughs) date night but like on top of this sisterhood in this world of fitness right now is so dope like i know a girl on instagram jess Mm-hmm. Who knows you? You know her. You, I think yes, you've trained with her in New York. Like twins. Yeah. Literally. So when I when I hung out with Dan, well, when I took her first class, she was like, "Do you know a girl named Jess? You remind me of this girl Jess." And I was like, "No, but I talked to her on Instagram. She's like my Instagram friend. Yeah. yeah. And I fucking love her, but like I never got to meet her in real life, so she I can't wait. Is like an angel. Really? She's lovely. I can like, feel it. Yeah. It's so crazy. And like I was just like, "Yo, the sisterhood in the fitness world right now, in the motherhood world right now, it's so cool." Yeah. How do you feel that? Like being in both worlds you know what's so funny is that i don't know if i'm just now feeling it and it's always been there mm-hmm. or if it's just happening but i feel a big shift yeah i feel so much support mm-hmm. and almost like sometimes i'm overwhelmed by the support jess um is someone that i connected with off instagram as well yeah. and just in the fitness world and meeting her she's just like how she is you know online yeah and she's genuine and she's authentic and yes. she's real and there's a lot of other women out there that i've met clients that come to rumble or just like out that have seen me on instagram i went to san francisco a um, couple weeks ago to teach and like the love and they all know max mm-hmm. they're like oh my god i love max yes i love dean you know <laughs> like i see dean i want to train with dean yeah like, it's just like so much support and vice versa and i feel like that's my message too like i just want other other women to feel supported and it's not always like a competition right like a lot of times we just need each other yes. to 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 bring each other up and mm-hmm. and boost each other's confidence like it's it's just like it doesn't have to do with guys sometimes yeah like it's just you know there's like, so much more to guys yeah like i mean there's so much more to talk about than guys <laughs> yeah you know what i mean right exactly. there is yeah and it's so refreshing when you have that sisterhood when there's a like an actual common denominator. Right. And it's like, right. you want to uplift, you want to empower, like, how can I help you? Exactly. And so, um, with even with pregnant women, like before I had Max, I worked with the pre and postnatal community as yes. a trainer. And um, just like showing them my support, like, there's just so many different layers where women need that sisterhood. Yeah. So, how I mean, is that being a prenatal oh, I love trainer? It. I loved it. I'm That's obsessed so cool. with it. When anyone tells me they're pregnant, like when Cody came yeah. to class, I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have such, like, I just have so much warmth and, like, like compassion. Mm-hmm. And I just love, like, maternity. Yeah. You know, even before I had Max, like, I just was in love with it. Yeah. And I think they need our support. And um, even in the exercise community, like, just need us, yeah. you know? Like, sometimes they get kind of left in the, in the back burner, like... Especially, you know, like certain boutique classes, like people are are nervous with pregnant women. They're Mm -hmm. nervous to bring them into their class. They're nervous to give them advice, 
you know, they always want to keep it very um, doctor oriented, which I'm totally fine yeah. with. So I always speak from experience, you know, or like someone else's right. story. I'll right. never be like, you should do this. I'll just be like, yeah, when I was pregnant, this is what I went through. Totally. This is what happened. Or my friend, da, 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 da. But um, that support is like crucial because we need it. And yeah. When I was pregnant. I needed it. Yo, you know, she was so obsessed with your class. I think she went today. I think she went this morning back to Rumble. Oh, really? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. She, she literally woke up. In. Yeah. She yeah. loved it. Yeah. And she's like, can I do this? I said, yeah, Danny's prenatal trained. She was <laughs> like, hell yeah. And it's like this automatic connection. And like, yeah. she was so thankful and grateful. Yeah. Aw. No, that's so, great. I it's so that. dope. I just think you're, s- it's like blowing my mind because I didn't know all of this about you. <laughs> I just know that you you're powerful because of your voice in class because it like literally keeps me moving and keeps me going and I was like I need to know this chick like oh I want to know Danny like I get to knock fists with you when I leave but I was like I need to talk to her because like yeah. there's so much more to everybody's journey exactly and like if you can inspire me there's so many more f- women that need to hear your voice. Yeah. So I'm just so glad you were able to be here today, No, dude. I'm super excited. I'm you, so You know, stoked. like, when you just connect with someone. Yeah. You're one of those people, like, instantly when you were in class, I'm like, that girl's the real deal. Oh, like, thanks, sweetheart. dude. Thank yeah. You. And I was just like, I don't know. There was something about you. And I was like, I'm going to f***ing get Danny on the podcast so I get to. And I know you're busy. I mean, I know you're a mom. You're like, and I'm just like, I always watch you in, like, in awe. You know, I, mm. I look at bosses that are also mothers, that are also wives. Yeah. We wear so many hats. Literally. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. still, like, kill that shit. Right, right. It's we so do. dope to watch. Yeah, with a smile on our face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we might cry later at yeah, home and shit, but y'all ain't going to see it. <laughs> all, the dirt, all the dirt is, like, <laughs> yeah. behind closed doors. Yeah, but, no, it's true. Yeah. So, as I stated earlier, um, I always leave asking the girls one question. And it is, what would you tell that 18-year-old Danny looking back in Oakland mm-hmm. before she, that man came and said, hey, you should go to New York. And everything that you've been through in your life, looking back, knowing what you know now, what would you have told that 18-year-old girl? That's a tough question. I know. I was very optimistic mm-hmm. when I was 18. I was like reading, like I read The Secret and like The yes. Now. And um, I would tell her, Danny, you know, your optimism is going to get you far, mm. but be prepared for bumps in the road and just know that you can get knocked down, but you always will rise up and there's always yeah. a lesson. And that's what I would say. Ooh, that is so powerful. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. In every fall you learn. Exactly. I think that's one of the biggest thing. Like my sister's a perfectionist, my younger sister. And I'm like, bro, you got to feel that's the only way you learn. Right. But she's so worried about failing and f***ing up. And I'm like, no, you have to do that. Yeah. That's the yeah. only way you learn. I'm like, think about it, breakups. Right, Make it easy. Right. You'd never want that type of guy ever again. How, but right. how would you have known yes, if that didn't exactly. fail? Right? Yeah. yeah. And that goes with everything in life. Right, right. That's so dope. Yeah. Change is good. And, yeah. and sometimes change happens after um, stressful experiences right. or uncomfortable experiences. Mm-hmm. But there's always, like for myself, speaking for myself, I've always had the best epiphany mm-hmm. after some, you know, maybe more difficult situations yes. happened to me. Like literally life-changing epiphanies yeah. after something difficult or right. very vulnerable or very uncomfortable has happened to me. Did so. you think having your son was one of those epiphanies? Yep. Yeah. Yep. 
That's so dope. Very I can't wait to see little Max grow up. <laughs> yes, he's a, he's a, he's fun. He's a good guy. That's awesome. <laughs> he's this literally is... like a little man. Oh my! <laughs> he's so beautiful, though. Every time I'm just like, oh god, look at him. <laughs> I just want to say thank you. I know you got to get to class. She came in here before she got to get to class because she's a boss. Uh, so thanks for making the time out <laughs> for me today. Thank you so much. This is fun, dude. Everybody again. needs to know that girl. We got this exactly. from New York back home like yo you're doing it keep doing it i'm proud of you thank Thank you for inspiring me every friday god (laughs) you guys need to come to class i'm telling you you'll be every time i leave danny's class i'm like with me i dare you like that's how i feel i'm not kidding that's exactly how i want you to feel that's how i feel feel. (laughs) like nothing can stop me after i leave your class yes nothing that's the vibe like i need you to like record something so i could listen to it in the mornings when i wake up Thank you so much for coming, dude. Thank you for having me. Girl, we got this. Hey, sis. Thanks for listening to Girl, We Got This with Letitia Lee. Get new episodes every Tuesday on Podcast One and Apple Podcasts. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and spread the word to your tribe. The semi-annual sale at Mattress Firm ends Tuesday. It's your last chance to save up to $400 on our top-rated mattresses. Like a Beautyrest Greenwood Queen mattress, now just $499. Explore our selections at mattressfirm.com and visit your nearest store to experience the bed of your dreams today. But don't wait. This sale ends Tuesday. Your budget stretches further at Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. Valid at participating locations only. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com sale.